John Carter was scheduled to teach this program in Manila, but now at his studio in Los Angeles, during the COVID-19 restrictions, John Carter will teach us how to find hope, inspiration, and power in the world to come. There are brighter days ahead in God's wonderful world of tomorrow. And now, here is John Carter. Hi, friend. I'm John Carter here in Southern California in the beautiful little city of Moore Park, right on the borders of the great bustling city of Los Angeles, where thousands and thousands of people have died and continue to die from this accursed virus, COVID-19. And people are asking the question, do we have happy days coming? Are things going to get better? And so I prepared this talk. It's entitled, uh, The Power of the World to Come. You see, I believe in the world to come. I believe things are going to get better. In fact, I believe things are going to get a million times better. Vera Lynn, great name, great person, great singer. When the Nazis were trying to pulverize Britain into the dust every night with their bombs raining from heaven, Vera Lynn started singing. And her words, the words of her song made a tremendous impression upon the British people who were looking for hope. She sang the song, We'll Meet Again. Aha, that's what they wanted to hear. This is not the end, but we'll meet again. Just recently, the Queen gave a speech to her people about COVID-19. And she did her best in her wonderful way to encourage the hearts of the British people. And she finished her speech with the words of Vera, Vera Lynn's song. She said to the British people, we'll meet again. Now Vera Lynn died just the other day. She died 103 years of age. But I believe, my friend, I believe the words of the song that was sung when the bombs were falling upon London. I believe we shall meet again because I want to tell you, tell you something, my friends. I believe that God is preparing a wonderful world of tomorrow. And I'm going to take my Bible and I want you please to notice these texts. I'm going to turn over here to the prophet Isaiah. This is just a, a tremendous book, Isaiah chapter 65, and here it is, verse 17. Are you listening to me today? Here it is. Here it is. For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth. We'll meet again. Behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered or come to mind because it'll be swallowed up by the glories of the power of the world to come. So this is a great truth I send out to you today across America on 3ABN 
and all of the other stations which we have the privilege of broadcasting on. The message is God is preparing a wonderful, wonderful new world. And yes, we'll meet again. Now I'm going to come over here to uh, just a tremendous, marvellous passage in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 2 and uh, verse 9. That is found over in the New Testament, dear hearts and gentle people. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9. Are you listening to me? Here it is. But as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Now we've, we've had glimpses into this wonderful new world. The Bible gives us some glimpses. But you, you just can't understand it, my friend, because it is going to be better than anything that we can imagine. It is greater than the human mind uh, can contemplate and realize. Because the great message is, yes, we'll meet again in a wonderful, 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 marvelous new world. So that's why today, during this time of national crisis, I'm talking to my friends across America and around the world, and I'm telling you there's a new world coming, and we're talking today about the power of the world to come. So listen very carefully. Now, the Bible, which I believe is the Word of God, tells me this. The Bible says there are three heavens. Yes, there are three heavens. A summary, the atmospheric. Number one, then the stellar heavens. And then there is a place beyond the stars. And we're going to talk about that, the heaven of heavens. I'm going to turn in my Bible to 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 2. And I hope you're having a good day today because we've got bright hope in our hearts because we'll meet again. 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 2. Are you listening? Here it is. I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago, whether in the body I do not know, or whether out of the body I do not know. God knows. Such a one was caught up to the third heaven. Did you hear this? The Bible talks about the third heaven. Now, my friend, if there is a third heaven, there's got to be a first heaven, and there's got to be a second heaven, and then you have the heaven of heavens, and it is called in the Holy Bible the third heaven. And we're going to talk especially about these heavens. Now, the first heaven, the first heaven, remember, there are three heavens, but the first heaven is the atmospheric heaven, which is like a swaddling cloth to a baby, and it surrounds the earth. And the Bible talks about it in Revelation 19 and verse 17. And I want you please to notice the text. Then I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the birds that fly in the midst of heaven. This is not talking about the stars. 
It's talking about the atmosphere, the birds that fly in the midst of heaven. Come and gather yourselves together for the great day of God. Now, we're not going to talk about the birds or anything like that today because we don't have time, but we're talking about a heaven, which is the habitation of the birds. That is the first heaven. We call it the atmosphere. Now, the second heaven is where God has placed a billion, trillion blazing suns. We call it the starry heavens. It is mentioned in Psalm 19 and verses 1 and 4. Psalm 19, verses 1 and 4. Now, listen to me, please. The heavens, they're not talking about where the birds fly. The heavens declare the glory of God. And the firmament shows his handiwork. We're talking now about the stellar heavens. Their line has gone out through all the earth and their words to the end of the world. In them he has set a tabernacle for the sun. Number one, atmosphere. Number two, the stellar heavens. Words are not sufficient to talk about the glory and the power and the majesty of uh, the stellar heavens. Did you know this? And if you've heard my lectures on astronomy, you'll know a bit about this. That they've counted two trillion, that's 2,000 billion galaxies. Many of those galaxies are bigger than our galaxy, which is called the Milky Way system. And in every one of those tremendous galaxies, you've got at least 100 billion blazing stars, suns. Then you've got comets and black holes and you've got all these amazing things. Look at this, look at this, this amazing picture from NASA. Every, every one of those things, how can I describe it? Every one of those galaxies is made up of 100,000 million, uh, that's 100 uh, billion blazing suns. No wonder the Bible says the heavens declare the glory of God. Where did this come from? This came from the hand of Almighty God. So what is God like, my friend? God is a person. But God is incomprehensible to our tiny little minds. We know what he's like because he sent his son in the person of Jesus. God loves you. God is a loving God. But he is a tremendous God with tremendous power and with tremendous, tremendous majesty and tremendous glory. And today we're talking about the power of the world to come because the great God who made the universe is preparing a place for God's people. And we'll meet again because death is not the end. Now we're going to come to 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verses 2 and 4. And I want you to listen to the text. I want you to take the time. I want you to allow these truths to sink down into the molecules of your mind. What do you say? 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 2. I know a man, a man in Christ who 14 years ago, whether in the body I do not know, or whether out of the body I do not know. He's saying whether I got there physically or whether I had a vision, I'm, I don't know. God knows such a one was caught up to the third heaven. Verse 4, 
how that he was caught up. Listen to this. It's, it's, it's astounding. How that he was caught up into paradise and heard inexpressible words which it is not lawful for a man to utter. It was so amazing that he couldn't, couldn't describe it. He couldn't bring the words forth. Heaven number one, the atmosphere. Heaven number two, where the stars are. Two trillion galaxies, each made up of at least a hundred billion blazing suns. You, you can't take this in. It's just too big because God is so great. But the Bible tells me there is a place that is called uh, paradise. And this is where the throne of almighty God is. Amazing and wonderful and true. Now listen, I just want to explain this a little bit to you. Here is our universe. Here is the cosmos. To go across it would take you 150 billion years at the speed of light. If you were to travel at 186, can you, can you get this? It's too much for me. If you were to travel at 186,000 miles a second, it would take you 150 billion years to cross our universe. It's made up of 2 trillion, that's 2,000 billion galaxies like the Milky Way system. People say, I can't believe it. You can't believe in God? Where did this come from? This came from the hand of Almighty God. Now, there you've got our universe, but the Bible talks about something else. Now, listen to this. There's maybe you've never thought about this before. The Bible talks about a third heaven, a third heaven, and the Bible gives the name to this third heaven. It calls it by the name paradise. It is where the very center of all God's operations are. It is called in other parts of the scriptures, the Father's house. Now, my friend, I believe that there could be a trillion um, universes like our universe. I, I think it's just so big for these minds to try to understand. But the Bible says there is a place that existed before our galaxy. You see, our galaxy is finite. It came into being in a certain time, in a certain place. It is finite. It had a beginning and one day it is going to have, the ancient prophet said, it is going to have an ending. And that's when the new world is going to start. That's when God is going to make all things new. But the Bible tells me there is a place which is the very center of God's operations. It is called paradise. It is also called the Father's house. Now, I'm going to read you a text on this. Now, you're going to say to me today, John Carter, never heard stuff like this before. Well, that's another reason why you need just to stay awake and listen up. Because this is the truth of God, and it tells you how big God is, how amazing God is. You and I don't need to be afraid of anything or any person because God is infinite and mighty and this God cares for you and he loves you. And that's why we can sing, we'll meet again. Now, here we go. John 14, verses 1 to 3. Jesus said, 
Let not your hearts be troubled. Hey, do I need to hear that? I sure do. Let not your hearts be troubled. What about the pandemic? Let not your hearts be troubled. What about a collapsing economy? Let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Don't be full of fear, believe in God and also believe in Christ. In my Father's house are many mansions. That's paradise. In my Father's house. Now this is spoken in human language so we people with little brains can, can get it. The Bible talks about God and calls him the Father and it says he's got a house. In my Father's house are many mansions. There's one for you too. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. He's gone to prepare a place for us. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. Jesus said, I'm going to come again. Let that sink down into the molecules of your mind right now and you won't be afraid. Jesus said, I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am, there you may be also. So let me try to make this plain. It's the first heaven, that's where the atmosphere is. The second heaven, where the stars are. Billions and trillions of stars. Vast, made by an almighty God. And then the Bible tells me there is a third heaven and it is called by the name paradise. It is the Father's house. And Jesus Christ, our Lord said, I'm going to leave you for a little bit. And he said, I'm going to come back and I'm going to take you. I'm going to take you somewhere marvelous. And he said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. Are you listening to me, my friend? Jesus said, I'm going to go beyond the stars. I'm going to go to my father's house. And I'm going to go there for a special purpose. I'm going to prepare a place for you. And I can shout out hallelujah. Thank God Jesus is preparing a place for us. And we'll meet again. And he said, I will come again. So, okay. Let me just try to make this plain. Right now, Christ is preparing a place for you and for me. God has not forgotten us. God has not forsaken this world. The Bible tells us God, the great creator in the person of Christ, became a man. You say, this is incomprehensible. No, it's not. You and I can understand it if we open up our minds today to the Spirit of God. The Bible tells me that the great creator God in Christ, he became a man. And the Bible tells us he came and lived among us. And then the Bible says, he died for our sins on the cross. What is God like? Absolutely marvelous. Full of love, full of mercy, full of compassion. And he loved you so much that he left the glories of paradise, the Father's house, and he came down to this hellhole. It's a hellhole because of our rebellion and because we've turned away from God and we have broken his commandments. 
don't blame God for the scourges of sin, my friend. And so God came down to this planet in the person of Christ and he said, I'm going to prepare a place for you and I'm going to come again. I believe that Christ will come again. So what sort of place is he preparing, I wonder? Well, I'm going to come over here to the book of Hebrews, chapter 11. That's in the New Testament. Book of Hebrews. Give me a second. Hebrews 11. Getting close. Hebrews 11, verse 16. You folks ready to hear about this place? Hebrews 11, verse 16. But now they desire a better, that is, a heavenly country. It's called a country. That's amazing. I sort of like the country. But now they desire a better, that is, a heavenly country. Therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. The Bible says that this wonderful new world is going to be a magnificent country and it is going to have a capital over it. Now, folks, I like cities a bit. But cities can get, you know, sort of blasé and they can wear on the senses. Good to get out of the cities and get out into the God's great open air sanctuary when you can look up at the stars at night and look into the face of God. The Bible says this wonderful new world that we like to call heaven, it is called a country. No smog, no poverty, none of those terrible things, no pandemics, no funerals, none of those things I'm telling you today. And the Bible says that Jesus is preparing a magnificent place for his people and over it there is a heavenly city which is incomprehensible to our little finite minds. I meet people who say, can't believe any of this stuff. I I don't believe anything I, I don't understand. I mean, what a silly thing to say. Do you understand electricity? Just because you can give a name to something doesn't mean you can understand it. No, we, we believe in lots of things we don't understand. And I, there's a lot of things in the Bible I don't understand, but I believe them because it's the truth. Now, I'm going to turn over here now where we have this description of the city of the future. Revelation 21, verses 10 and 11. Listen to it. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me the great city, greater than New York, greater than Moscow, greater than Rome, greater than Los Angeles, greater than Sydney, greater than any earthly city, the holy Jerusalem, not the old one, because the old one's not too holy, the holy Jerusalem descending out of heaven from God, having the glory of God. Her light was like a most precious stone, like a jasper stone, clear as crystal, incomprehensibly 
beautiful, magnificent, and wonderful. And God is preparing this for his people. God has not forgotten us. And we'll meet again. You know, even the size of this city is described. It says it's more than a thousand miles. Uh, you say now, is everything here completely literal? Well, I'm, I'm going to wait and find out. But it's so big that there's room for every person who's ever lived on the planet. Now, some skeptic will come along and say, well, you know, if everybody was brought back from the dead, there wouldn't be room for every person to get into heaven. Well, what would you know about it? I asked the skeptic. What would you know about it? Truly, let's come on. This is a city bigger, better than New York, uh, better than any city, and better than Sydney. That's my boy. That's saying something, isn't it? <laughs> it is the city of God, and it is so big that there's room for you. Room for every person who ever lived. And if you and I don't get there, it's not because there's not room, it's because we've said we're not interested. And God has given us in his book glimpses of future glory. It's greater and grander than we can imagine. It is bigger and better. There is room for all. It is more glorious and splendid. Look at Revelation 21 verse 18. Revelation 21 and Verse 18, the construction of its wall was of jasper and the city was pure gold, like clear glass. You know why it says it's like gold? Because that's the best metal they could imagine in those days. It is saying it is bigger, it is better, it is more glorious. So I've got a message to every person watching our telecast today. God loves you. God cares for you. The best is yet to come. We'll meet again because death is not the end. Now, you please stay tuned because there's more amazing truths to come. Stay with me. The Carter Report is now streaming on demand for you. Now you can have the teachings of John Carter anytime, day or night. By streaming The Carter Report, there is more content for you to choose from, and it's easy. If you are new to streaming, all you need to do is purchase a streaming device. It doesn't really matter which one. You can buy a Roku, Amazon Fire, or Apple TV from any major retailer. You or a family member can plug the device into your TV and sign into your internet connection. Do a search for the Carter Report and download the app to your device. From then on, your device and the Carter Report app can provide you with hundreds of on-demand programs. You can also take the Carter Report with you wherever you go. The official free Carter Report mobile app can be downloaded to your phone or tablet. Go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the app. Additionally, you can find Carter Report programs on your favorite podcast. You can also watch us on Vimeo or YouTube. Type the Carter Report in the search box.
You can watch hundreds of uninterrupted John Carter teachings whenever you want, for as many hours as you want. Travel with John Carter as he circles the globe to bring the gospel to millions of people. Watch the Carter Classics from over 50 years of ministry and gain knowledge from stimulating interviews with Christian leaders. You now have multiple ways to watch the Carter Report. And once you start streaming, you'll find comfort in having these teachings readily available to you whenever and wherever you want for free. Welcome to the inspirational world of John Carter. For a copy of today's program, please contact us at P.O. Box 1900, Thousand Oaks, California, 91358. Or in Australia, contact us at P.O. Box 861, Terrigal, New South Wales, 2260. This program is made possible through the generous support of viewers like you. We thank you for your continued support. May God richly bless you.